0: Blog Talk Radio. They said you wouldn't make it so far, uh, and ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry, because you have never.
1: listening to Get Into It with Tina Conroy. I am your host on Blog Talk Radio. The chat room is open, and to go to the chat, please go to blogtalkradio.com, find my show, Get Into It with Tina Conroy, and feel free to chat away as we're on the, the line. Also, the phone lines will be open, and that number is 516-387-1936. Well, hello, everyone. How is everybody doing on this day, getting very close to the end of July, July 29th? I hope you are all well. And we are moving again to another moon cycle. It feels every time we speak, another moon. And this Friday is the full moon, the blue moon. And I don't know about you guys, but I could hardly sleep last night. I always seem to forget when the moons are. And last night I was awoken at around 3 and then again at 5. And then again with my dog and he needed to go out. And so I was reminded later on in the day today, oh, right, it's the moon. So if you're feeling like that or have had trouble sleeping, it could be the moon. They're calling it a blue moon because there were two full moons in the month of July. And it's also interesting, um, they talk about that this moon is in Aquarius, so rising in Aquarius. So I'm just going to read a little bit. I I know I do read from Mystic Mama. It's mysticmama.com. I like that website. The full moon rising in Aquarius. Aquarius, the water bearer, brings inklings of expansive vision and a new breath, release which comes after facing our struggles. Time to take some good deep breaths and remember that amidst all the movement, change, and turmoil stirring in our world, we have the power to ground ourselves wherever we are and anchor into the stillness within our aliveness. The sweet anchoring will help us dance the changes that come our way and remind us to stay open as we clear the slates for the new. What a great thing as we sail into the last month of summer. I know for me that August always brings to mind that last month, that kind of fancy-free, the dog days of summer, it surely is hot here in New York. We are under a heat wave and a heat advisory, and it's welcomed. I have to say it's welcomed. I have met a lot of people, a lot of my students, and they're not complaining. Isn't that wonderful? We've had such a challenging winter that I think they realize that we should be happy with what is. And isn't that the case? We can only control so much, so we find ourselves content and just go with the flow. Allow ourselves to be reminded of where we are today. So I hope that as we move into the days of August, that we're also reminded to enjoy the summer and of course September's on the way, and I feel like September is another beautiful, beautiful time to rebirth, regrow, really great. reminds me of going back to school, sharpening the pencils, getting everything ready, and getting organized, really getting back to a little bit more organization and and determination and goals and empowerment and and maybe that's where you are too and we'll we'll talk about that in future shows. So I wanted to pull a card for today for the show. And I'm pulling from the Archangel Michael deck. I ask Archangel Michael to be with us and surround us. So let's just take a moment to do that. If you can close your eyes, please do so. Take a nice, long, deep breath in and exhale away. And then blessing each and everyone on this call. If you're listening live or later on the archives, we ask Archangel Michael, as well as Archangels and angels, to surround us, support us, protect us, work with us in all our endeavors to find joy, peace, and love. And then just take a moment for any personal intentions that you may have. Place one hand on your heart and the other hand on top. Take another nice, long, deep breath in and exhale. So I'm going to choose three cards for our show. And the first card I've chosen, very appropriate, work your magic. Yes, work your magic. I love that, Saint Germain. And that's what we're going to be talking about, working your magic. I love how the cards talk to us. We will talk about working your magic, empowering yourself, empowering your business, and I can't wait to introduce my guest to you. The second card for the show is trust. Another great card for today and for our show. Trust your work, trust your life purpose, trust that instinct, that intuition, and follow through. And the third card for our show, great, great card. Detach from drama. Don't allow anybody else to take you down or bring you negative emotions or feelings. If you feel that you're really on the right path, go with that. Stay with your intuition, your trust. Detach from the drama. Detach from the people and the vibrations that may not be in sync with you. Allow yourself to be positive and believe in yourself. So really great cards. Work your magic, trust, and detach from drama. So I'd like to introduce my guests. Haley Foster. Since 2002, Haley owned and operated Verge Marketing Incorporated, a bag and accessory design and manufacturing company in New York City. From building the infrastructure from the ground up to managing all aspects of the business, Haley grew the business to over $5 million in revenues, earning accolades from Entrepreneur Magazine as the fastest-growing company and landing on the Inc. 5000 list for three years. Prior to Verge, Haley spent 10 years in client services at Organic Inc. and previous to that at Wells Rich Green and Gray Advertising, building online and offline marketing campaigns for some of the largest brands in the world. Earlier this year, Haley felt it was time to take her 20 years of experience in growing businesses and give back to the community by launching her new business, Foster Inc. Through peer-to-peer advisory groups one-on-one fostering sessions, and value-added networking events, Haley works with women-owned businesses to help them set goals, define their visions, and achieve success. When Haley isn't fostering the women in her group, you can find her mentoring and mothering her two gorgeous girls, skiing out west, or training for a Tough Mudder or CrossFit event. Haley can be found on many social channels, Twitter, her handle is at Fostering101, and Facebook, facebook.com slash fostering101. It is my pleasure to bring Haley on the line. Hi, Tina. Hi, Hi Haley. Tina. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm very, very good. So glad to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here,
2: and I just have the biggest smile on my face from those
1: three <laughs> cards you pulled. Aren't they like, amazing? Did play on
2: that? Or no. <laughs> they just? They just jumped out of the deck at you. They're
1: awesome. I mean, who could imagine? People think that I plan this stuff, right? And and I always have to chuckle to myself because they always ring true. They always validate, and I'm looking at them, and I'll have to take a picture and put them on my Facebook post on our event page, but they're the coolest cards, and they're right apropos for our, for our topic today. So, yeah, it's perfect.
2: They couldn't be more perfect. I think <laughs> the
1: first one was uh,
2: – a message from my dad telling me to work my magic
1: right now. <laughs> beautiful. So beautiful. Well, I would love I know I talked a little bit about in the to the listeners, but I would love for you to just kind of start out, talk about who you are, maybe go back even before Fostering Incorporated and Fostering Inc. and just have the listeners you know, you know, what you're all about and what inspires you and, and where you are and where you came from. So Okay, we only have an hour, though, right? (laughs) We only have an hour. Actually, a little less. I think it's 50 minutes at this point. Yeah, very funny. (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, So a little bit about my background. Uh, It's funny because I told this story recently that I think I was born working. (laughs) I started, I got my first job at 10 years old um, delivering newspapers. And my whole life, I guess I've just been, you know, a little, this competitive little spirit in me that just always wanted to be out there and meeting people and networking. And, um, my dad had always been, um, he'd been a businessman his whole life and he had me in his late forties and he always ingrained in me that being a working gal, one of these gals, because that's (laughs) what he called them, um, I should always be one of these working gals, these women that sit at the boardroom tables now and are breaking through their glass ceilings. And so he always pushed me in the direction to be a businesswoman. And I, you know, I went to, I didn't go to a great school, but I graduated college. And three weeks later, I landed my first job in advertising. Um, and fun, funny enough, before that, I had worked as in my summer internship at my dad's business and he had retired while I was in college and they called me up knowing I was graduating and they had offered me a job to work there. And I called my dad and I was like, dad, you are never going to believe it. I got offered a job at your company. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's great, sweetheart. Are you going to take it? And I said, no. <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? No, why not? I said, well, if there was one thing you taught me, it was always to stand on my own two feet and make a name for myself. And I don't want to go somewhere where I'm going to be Harold Foster's daughter. And there was silence on the other end of the phone. I could just hear him smiling, like all of his hard work and mentoring me and pushing me in the direction. He always pushed me in had, you know, come back around. And he was, you know, getting his trophy right then and there, I think of, You know, me really just going out on my own and doing my own thing. And I I worked my way up the corporate ladder in advertising and then moved over to online advertising and gave my bio, so I don't really want to reiterate it. But um, I got to that point in my career where I was always working my butt off. I was always the last one. I was the first one in. I was the last one out. I always just felt like I wasn't seeing the benefit of my hard work at the end of the day, I was making good money, but it's still like, I just, I I wasn't passionate about it because I wasn't seeing it. And I decided to, um, I decided to go out on my own and start a business. And I had had dinner with a girlfriend of mine who had just started her own business. And we started talking and it was something that I had never done before. And she had started verge and she, you know, she was telling me how great it was going. And I was like, wow, do you want a business partner? And she just looked at me and she's like, are you serious? That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and that was, you know, that was history after that. We, uh, we had complimentary skill sets and she was creative and I was all business. And um, we, we ran that business together for 12 years and it was fun and it was exciting. And, you know, I have to say that, you know, every business has its ups and downs, but it was those downs that really were the most educational times for me. It's, you know, when, you're, when your business is doing great, you kind of sit back and you're like, oh, this is cool, this is fun. And then in those down times, you're like, wow, I need to fix this, you know, and it, it starts you. It's, it always started my wheels spinning faster and harder. And um, I realized that after 12 years, I kind of had lost, the passion for what I was doing there. Um, we had moved from being a promotional marketing company very much into the retail sector and I wasn't loving it anymore and I wasn't I'm not like this big fashion trendy person and um I had just felt like I lost the love. And so I decided that I needed to move on and it was a very amicable departure and she was ready to make all the decisions and do it on her own. And I was ready to do something else. And at the time I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> I got to go mm-hmm. figure something out. And I had started a couple of years ago, just helping women around town. They would come to me and ask me to help them write a business plan or help them write a social media strategy. Cause they knew I had my own business and I was helping run this working women of port networking group. And they were asking me for help and advice. And i say, sure, come over, bring a bottle of wine. We'll sit and we'll work on your social strategy or whatever it was. And when I decided I wasn't going to be at Verge anymore, I was like, you know what? I, I, I can turn this into a legitimate business. Uh, and so I went to a couple of those women and I you know, had some coffee talks with them. And I said, how would you feel if I put together a support group? Um, for a bunch of women in town, and it would be like a membership-based thing, and we would meet once or twice a month, depending on the size of your business, and we'll help each other and we'll support each other. And, you know, I knew firsthand what being an entrepreneur was, and it's, it's lonely sometimes. And everyone I went to loved it, loved it. My first meeting, I had 12 women there, and they all signed on right away. And it's been going great ever since, I'm seven months in, and it's like my new baby, and it's growing, and it's evolving, and it's super exciting.
1: It's really exciting, and I've seen just through you know a lot from the outside and social media and the t- the community in Port Washington. I'm so lucky to have you here, of how much the expansion and and the different events you're hosting and really bringing women together to to really be empowered. Um, I just want to go back a little bit because you said so many things that just connect with me and, you know, we talk about um, spirituality and we talk about intuition and, you know, what an amazing thing that when you got that first offer going back with your dad's company that you were able to probably listen to that voice. Right. That that, you know, gut feeling or I call it the intuition, the GPS of the soul that said, no, I don't want to do that. And, you know, that that voice is probably we could probably just talk about that for the hour, because to do what you're doing now and to get you to for all of us to to step up, to really step up and to make those big changes. You know, we you know, to to take to not take that job, to leave your partner, to start a new business, to I'm sure there were other there's other there's been other things in your life that you had to make big decisions on. Um just going to that for a little bit. Um uh, do, do you do you notice the the theme of the of your intuition and how it's developed more and more as you empower yourself constantly constantly. Mm-hmm.
2: I you know, I have gone through a number of big <laughs> I'll call them milestones lately. Mm-hmm. You know, from divorcing my business partner, um I also went through a personal divorce a couple of years ago um but it's you know I feel like when when things strike you a certain way, you just you need to act on those things and I find that a lot of people and a lot of women that I work with kind of get stuck over analyzing um and and not going with their gut instinct on certain things because they think well why did why, maybe i shouldn't listen to this maybe this is the wrong way to go and um i also you know i am i'm a very spiritual person and so and i believe that things happen for a reason and that there are signs and when i um last august was it last august yeah last august i had said to a number of people that if the business wasn't at a certain point for me and things weren't um, going the way that I wanted them to, I would be done with the business by the end of the year. And August came around, and something happened in the business, and I won't get into details, but it literally was like this sign from Mm. whoever. And, uh, you know, I always say it was like, my dad gives me these signs all the time. And it was a sign I had said by August, and in August something happened, And I said, you know what, I'm done. Like, this is it. I, you know, I need, I need out of this. I need to move on. This isn't where I should be. And this is the sign that's showing me that this is not where I should be. So I, you know, I, I'm such a believer in intuition. I'm also, you know, I'm also a big believer in the signs. I, I lost my dad five years ago and Mm -hmm. I always say that he is watching over me and you know, I don't, i I wish there was like an email address and I can send mm-hmm. emails to him at every now and then when something great happens, and I just feel like he's there, he sees it, he knows what's going on and right. and I do believe that he plays a hand in a lot of things that go on in my life,
1: yeah, absolutely, I mean absolutely as you know just reading doing intuitive readings and mediumship readings that spirit is around and you know deceased loved ones are around and connect with us in so many different ways and those signs or a dream visitation are just a few of them so it's just a nice comforting and and as much as you know you just want to hit a text message or or do an email um i know you know he's around you and i'm sure he's right around hovering around this show so <laughs> we'll uh, you know i know that that's so great so wonderful um to take us to where so i know there's a lot of so let me just ask a question here So a lot of people a lot of women is it matter what their business is like does it is there one i guess what i should say is there's so many different businesses right some businesses are in the service business and some businesses could be in a product so do you help anybody every you know i know women but are you geared to either one or is it just, you know, across the board? Is the same footprint? You know, like to help I feel them? like
2: um, I leave it open. I, you know, I, other than wanting to work with women, I actually have um, fostered a few men um, mm-hmm. since I started the business, but it doesn't really matter what your business is. The core okay. fundamentals of being an entrepreneur are the same. Um, and the support that you need as an entrepreneur are the same. Whether you're running a CrossFit gym or um, you have a yoga studio or you're selling handmade gifts, it doesn't really matter what it is. Everybody could benefit from support. I mean, who doesn't need support? Who doesn't, you know, who doesn't want um, a mentor that they can call up and bounce ideas off of, you know, and just be able to have another opinion. A lot of the women in my group will have said to me, and it's funny because they haven't heard the other one say it, but they'll say to me, "Guys, like having a business partner with all the ups and none of the downs. There's just there's no downside here. You can give me your opinion, and I can say, okay, great, thanks for your opinion, and I can walk away, and I don't have to listen to you. And you know, and what I bring together for them is that they don't just get my opinion; they get ten other opinions in the room, and mm-hmm. it's. It's like your own personal brainstorming group, you know, and they come with ideas or challenges. Um, You know, we talk about issues. We talk about the wins and who doesn't want to share the good stuff and then get help with, you know, some of the stuff that's troubling them. So it doesn't doesn't matter what your business is. It's really – it's a support network, and then it's also a growth network. So we work on all sorts of different strategies, um, to help your business grow, and you had mentioned you had mentioned the events, which are open to, you know, all women, not just working women or entrepreneurs. Those events are really open to everybody. Um, and what I try to do is bring value to the event. So, you know, I, I charge I charge people to to get into those events because I'm bringing something other than just networking. It's not just mm-hmm. about networking. I try to put an educational component. Um, in there as well, and again, I try to make it as broad as possible. Uh, the one we did last week was this amazing social media guy, and I was a little nervous, and you know, was worried about what people would think. Got great dynamic personality, and the feedback has just been so positive. And I'm like, oh no, how am I going to top this one? <laughs> so. Now I'm trying to figure out what my next one's going to be because I got to top them every time. It's really <laughs> difficult. That's right. like one of my biggest stresses.
1: Right. Like the next, the next best thing, the next be creative, creative thing for them to, uh, yeah. for everybody to kind of hang on to. And so, and then also, and I know we'll get into more of your programming, and I want to really tell the listeners about all that because I know you have some really great programming being getting started. If uh, someone comes up, a particular person, and. Whatever their're again their businesses, and they need some skills they need some you know they need they need some skills, so you know perhaps they're not so great in communication, or even speaking, you know maybe they're maybe they're need help marketing or maybe they just need help you know talking getting getting it out there. how do they present their material so do you have those those are all part of that too? Do you work one on one as well as in groups? Um, so
2: yes, I work one on one, um, as well as the groups and I always say that I don't I'm not a coach. I don't have a coaching background, I've never taken a coaching class, um, I don't have my MBA, I haven't done, you know, any of the business school stuff. Uh what I bring to the table is my own experience of twenty years of working and then twelve years of running my own you know, of, of running my own business. And, you know, you have to wear many hats when you run your own business. But what I felt like I always lacked throughout my running that business was really finding smart people that knew what they were doing in their core competencies. Mm -hmm. So I don't sit with my group and say, hey, I'm going to teach her everything I know about bookkeeping. I actually bring in a bookkeeper, and Mm -hmm. I have a bookkeeper do bookkeeping 101 for small businesses. And she'll go through, and again, because it's all different businesses, she'll pull out different things that each business um can gain something from. You know, same thing with uh, PR. I'm not a PR person, so I brought in a PR person to come to my groups and see uh, how to get some local free PR. A lot of the women I work with are local businesses. Um And so I bring in specialists, so I call them, you know, specialists, um, in different areas that you know I'm not well versed in so and and what I do is it's it's a connection for those people i've everyone that I've brought to speak at my group has left with at least one to three clients nice out of the group yeah, so it's you know that's just for fostering also I foster connections people it's a huge it's a it's a huge reason why a lot of the women in my group are successful. I've exposed them to so many other women in so many different businesses that there's a lot of this, um, I don't know what you would call it, like it's just like a fraternity going on, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, I could use the word incestuous, but and it kind of is. Like everybody is kind of working with everybody in the group in a different capacity. Like the CrossFit person was setting up um, – Events with the yoga people to cross promote their businesses because stretching is such an important part of keeping your your body safe when you're doing crazy CrossFit workouts. You know, right. so there was this awesome connection that went on between those two. And who would have thought? <laughs> you know.
1: Now, do you find so, that you know? Sometimes you find just women in general that there's a lot of competition. Do you find that that gets diluted with your with your with what you have going on you have the community because sometimes you know there and I obviously am such a proponent for there's enough for everyone and and to let go of that competition and really help each other right because we always talk about you know there's the, the backstabbers and then the one that helps you right so do you does it it must really promote a non-competitive nature I would think, right? Do you do you it's incredibly experience that? incredibly yeah. yeah,
2: it's incredibly non competitive. Um I, I actually call it coopetition. <laughs> we all cooperate with each other and I agree there's enough to go around. There's right. I try not to bring um two people into the same group that are in the same business. Okay. Uh, just because there's a lot of sharing that goes on. Um right. and so for the comfort of those people I don't mix those groups together. So I've got different groups um, that, that you know, work in different silos. But in terms of, you know, the posting onto, I have a private Facebook group for all of my women that are in my advisory group. And we post into the Facebook group three times a week. On Mondays we do Motivation Monday. On Friday we do, you have to say whether or not you fostered your motivation that you put up there on Monday. And it's this great accountability practice. And so, mm-hmm even with businesses that are in the same industry in that group together, there's not competition and there's still this very open, supportive network among them. So, there are women out there that are very competitive. Um, I actually am somewhat picky, so to say, um, Mm -hmm. with the women that I bring into those groups because I want it to be beneficial and I want the dynamic to be the right dynamic. And there's there's people that are great in a group setting and then there's people that aren't great in a group setting. I, you know, I want to be the biggest type A personality in the room, my group. (laughs) So I don't want another big type A personality in the room. That's going to want to lead the meetings and do all the talking and talk over people and, you know, not be cooperating the way that I want the group to go. So um, I, I am somewhat selective in terms of the personalities that I bring into the different groups.
1: Right, and I'm sure that's again you, you kind of see what you when you meet with the people for the groups you're kind of designing like this group would work well together. On just the, the the meshing or the information or just the personalities. I mean, sometimes you just know, like we don't always know, and there's always that chance. But for the most part, this feels good. They seem similar to each other, or also enough different that they could work together. Where that group, so you have like it seems like you have different pods happening, right? Like different different little little pods happening yeah. at different times, and and depending on where they are. So how does that start? Does it is it like a so let's say. Kind of walk me through the process, so um you have a group. How many people are in normally a group you- uh,
2: anywhere from anywhere from five to ten, sometimes I'll have twelve people okay i'll allow um I allow everybody to come to a group meeting um at no charge to experience it um and just to see what it's like. So some meetings have more people than others, but I also find that we do better when we're smaller because there's more one-on-one time for people uh, to really talk and share uh, and get, you know, more opinions and more in-depth discussions happen when the groups are a little bit smaller. So there's anywhere from five to ten people in, um, in a group, and I've currently got three groups.
1: Okay, and then do they stay for a length of time where they can come and go, or is it like they come for a certain amount of, of time, like six weeks or four weeks or ten weeks, and they stay for the whole program?
2: Um, so the groups meet uh, monthly or bi-monthly, depending on uh, what size your business is. So I have a more, um, I call it the concierge-level group, uh, and those are businesses that have um, they've been around a little bit longer There's more than one person in the business, whether they have coaches or they have overhead or retail space, employees, you know, they have some sort of, um, their business is a little bit bigger. Uh, That's the concierge level group, and those guys meet um, two times a month, uh, two hours at a time, and then we do a one-on-one session with each other where it's just one person and me um and they bring like a specific business issue or challenge to the table. Uh okay. and then there's the premium level group, which are more of my um entrepreneurs, my solopreneurs. They really are uh working out of their home, they don't have overhead. They're um at the early stage earlier stages of starting their businesses. Uh and those that group will meet once a month for two hours. And that once-a-month meeting is usually when I bring in the speaker. Um, and then all of those women um, are on my website, which my second website, which is fosterwomen.com, which is where they tell their personal stories about why they started their business, and we can talk about that a little bit later. But, um, so, yeah, so that's, that's really how the group is broken up. And um, some of the people, it's funny because I initially had said, I don't want to lock anybody into this. I want, and I don't, you ever want, I don't ever want you to feel the burden of being a part of this. And if I can't return for you what you pay to be in this group, then it's not right for you. Mm
0: -hmm. So
2: that's kind of like my promise to everyone that's in my group. If you're not seeing the value, I don't want you to feel like you're stuck here for a certain amount of time. And uh, when I initially started this, I was seeing my own business coach and i he said something to me that completely resonated with me and stuck with me which was they're going to come for the content but stay for the community and they do mm. the content is great i always try to mix it up and talk about different things every month um but they do stay for the community and for the support that they get from the group
1: right yeah i would think that that's just the, that's the strong point that's sort of the roots of it right that's really like the the hold of of, you know, the glue, I guess, of the group, which is really yeah. nice, because the community is what they're probably, you know, so it's like you said, I mean, how many people start out on their own, and they feel so alone. So mm-hmm. they're just, they're building something on their own, they, it might be even out of their house, but you feel even more lonely, and even organizational skills or time management, I mean, there's so many things that, you know, you're at your house, so, you know, you get distracted, right? Or you go on the computer right. and you waste two hours on the computer. And so, um, yeah, so the communities really must be amazing to really help them. And, you know, kind of like a little mini cheerleading group, really help each person when they're going through different, you know, in, in each group. So you said you have three groups right now. And in each group, I'm sure they have their own vibe and their own way to really help, you know, the person that needs the help, right? They kind of like probably rally to help the person that needs a little bit more support, which is really nice. It's like a buddy
2: system. Right, um, right. And I love to tell this story because I think it resonates with so many women that are you know, doing this on their own. There was a day, and it was early on, the group was still pretty young at the time. I want to say maybe we were in our second month, and one of the women had posted into the Facebook page that she was feeling really um, – unmotivated. She had taken, you know, two steps forward and then something fell through and she felt like she was taking three steps backwards and every single person commented and whether it was, they threw out, you know, some uplifting quote or um, some empathy for her. Like I've been there. I totally understand. Like every single person in the group had commented on her post that she was feeling this way and aside from that she also got phone calls and text messages from the people in the group as Mm -hmm. well saying like if you need to meet for a coffee i'll meet you for a coffee and at the end of the day she posted back into the group saying this is exactly what i Mm -hmm. love about foster inc it's it's, you know, you you have good days and you have bad days, and who better to lift you up than other women that totally get it. Right. And and she said, well, this is, this is it. This is why I do it. This is why I'm a part of this, because that support, you just there's not
1: enough money you would pay for it. You know? Right, <laughs> right, which is really nice. So you want to talk a little bit, I want to, before we move forward to what's coming up, so is there anything you want to talk about that we haven't hit upon um any of any particular programs that you've done recently and i know there is one coming up so i want to make sure we we talk about that as well
2: um yeah so i'm excited to talk about my one
1: that's coming up you tell me when you
2: want me no. to talk about it oh yeah yeah um, so um but we, and we hit it
1: go ahead talk yeah let's talk about that because that's really great and it's coming up very soon
2: yeah, so it, it kicks off on Tuesday and it was kind of perfect with your clear the sleep for the new, <laughs> um, a lot, as, as well as, you know, what you were saying about, you know, September's coming around, it's back to school time. Um, So when I, you know, I would, I would be out, like I'm a very social person and women would say to me like, oh, I hear you're doing such great things, like I want to be part of your group, but I don't have a business, but I have some ideas, I'm not really sure what to do with them or, you know, how to even get them going. So maybe I need to wait a little bit longer. And after hearing it so many times, I was like, wow, there's a need for this. And so my new program is called Foster You, like Foster University or Foster Y-O-U, but it's Foster with a big U at the end. And it is a six-week series where women um, will come in with either just a glimpse of what they want to build or they actually have started a business and they just need a little more education, um, and it will be six weeks, um, and it basically takes you through all the fundamentals of starting a business. Um, and we We started off on Tuesday with um, an hour and a half of talking about your purpose and your why and your vision. Um, and then it gets into you know the logistics, the legal, the financial, um, how to build your brand sales and marketing strategies, uh, how to launch the business, how to stay focused once you do launch the business, how to manage your time, how to juggle. You know, a lot of people talk about balance, which I say that there really is no balance. Um, I can get to that in a minute, though. And then how to really sustain the business moving forward. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of the women I work with are moms, uh, so they have limited time in their days to do this. And, you know, there's there's a whole piece about, managing your time, setting realistic time expectations. You know, you can't come to me and say, I want to build a million dollar business and I have three hours a day to work on it. <laughs>
0: You're right. not right. build
2: a million dollar business with three hours a day to work on it. Right. So right. we're going to go through all of that. And each week focuses on a different fundamental. Um, and it's really exciting. I've actually only got two spots left because I do want the group to be intimate. Um, But based on the success of this one, I'll probably launch another one in October. But when you mentioned back to school before, I'm I'm sitting here with all the binders on the table (laughs) behind me. We've been three-hole punching and printing and putting the binders together with the content for the last few days, and it's really exciting. So I'm, I'm excited to kick it off on Tuesday night.
1: Oh, that sounds great. So that's this Tuesday coming up, so August 4th, am I right? August 4th. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So it's kind of like the kickoff into August and then you still have you like you're probably like raring and ready to go for September. So it's not like you're just starting out off the gate in September. You have this like little a little uh like headway, which is nice.
2: Yeah. Which is yeah, really it's great. Yeah. So once you're once you're, you know, once your kids are in school uh and they start their school year, you're actually you've got some time back on your hands. You can actually launch your business because it ends um, September 16th. Is graduation so, and you'll be ready to go. And the other one, yeah. So the other one I was thinking of doing is probably end of October, early November, and so that you can kick off your new business come January, right? Right. Start the new year, start a new business kind of thing. So,
1: right, great time. Now let me let me. Now you know I was going to ask you about this. So talk about no balance. You you mentioned that. So now I gotta now I gotta ask you.
2: So it's funny because, you know, people say, how, how do you, how do you do it all? Like you're a single mom, you've got two kids, you know, you run your, you've just started another new business. You're, I'm on the board of the sisterhood at the community synagogue. Like I'm involved in so many different things. And I always say that, you know, doers just do it.
1: Like if I,
2: if I, I don't ever have a free hour in the day, you know, sometimes I'm, I wake up at seven on the dot every single day. I'm not like a 5 a.m. get out of bed, but I also go to bed usually 12, one o'clock in the morning. Um, and I just, I, my day is just filled from start to finish. I don't, you know, and I fit my own stuff in there also, but my whole thing about balance is that, um, you can't, you can't balance. You can't, and and I don't believe in multitasking either. And I read this in a book and I'm trying to remember which one it was because I've been reading so much lately. Um, but oh, I think it's the one thing which I highly recommend to people. The it's one thing. The one, I'm um, gonna put it in the
1: chat room. The one thing. Okay. Oh, uh,
2: the one thing um, by Gary Keller.
1: Okay. And
2: I I believe in this wholeheartedly in terms of multitasking. If you're multitasking, you're not doing any one thing well because you're not focused. Um, and the one thing is really all about focusing. And so I say this to people all the time. Like, I re I I shut off. When my kids come home at two forty in the afternoon, I shut down, I leave my phone downstairs and I, I go upstairs and I spend homework time with them before they're back out the door to activities. And I'm not trying to take phone calls during that time and I'm not saying I do it every day. But when mm-hmm. they're here they want me to and I can't be doing a good job business when, you know, I've got my kids wanting my time also. And so I try to really separate my schedule into really focusing on uh, one thing that's really important at a time so you know and you know I I do it sometimes So I can't say I'm perfect at it I'm certainly not but you know it's you, you can't be present when your face is stuck in your phone and right. I feel like it's really important and a value that I want to instill in my kids that when we sit down at the dinner table, there's no phones, there's no right. you know that's family time, that's time together, and I value that from what my own parents build in me as a kid. We every single night my mom both ate dinner and right. it was always our time together, and it just it brings in family values, it opens up communication you know and and you're and you're there, you're present, you're not somewhere else, and it's sharing. And that, I think really bring us back to those boxes in life. Right.
1: And you know what? I guess you know what? I would say that that is balanced to some degree because you really are able to strategize or to create that space and time and say, okay, my kids are home. I'm going to turn off my phone. I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, I found i found myself recently been very overwhelmed or had a lot to do, and sometimes like I'm on the phone on my headset you know, driving my daughter somewhere and like on the phone with a client. And it's like I have such little time between and, you know, then realizing that, okay, I have to make the time later or where can I squeeze it in? Um, so I would say that, you know, in your, I know it doesn't maybe sound, but it feels like you really are and to, to achieve that and to keep that, I mean, just to put your phone down and spend time with them, you know, um, right. and not look at it. And and like you said, I'm sure there are some times you like have to take the call if, if there's a specific, you know, client or something. But yeah, and I mean, I have the same thing. I mean, my kids are older than you than yours, um but, you know, I 21 and 17. So, you know, the phone is a big deal, but you know, they they too are very good with it. You know, they um for the most part, and so it's nice that <laughs> your your you know your nose isn't always down. You know, I always say to people now even you know with teaching yoga, I see people looking at their phone crossing the street. I'm like everyone's gonna have neck issues, and everyone's gonna have shoulder issues because everyone's going like that. You know, it's like every person you see has this like crooked neck. You know, no one's standing yeah. nice and tall and looking straight ahead. And um, you know how many accidents have we have to see when they're crossing the street in Manhattan and <laughs> looking on their phone. So. Um but yeah so What's funny is
2: how many people just adjusted their posture when you said that. I know,
1: <laughs> I, know I did. Nice and tall, right. Everybody's <laughs> nice and tall. Exactly. Exactly. Um, really awesome. So what I guess thinking about kind of this whole mentoring, who would you say are your mentors? Like do you have any mentors, even if they're not people you've actually met or like mentoring through a book or a program or maybe they are people you met. I mean obviously your father, right? So, um, you know, talk a little bit about that. Who are some of the people that have mentored you and that you feel that are, are part of your um, your go-to?
2: Um, so, yeah, my dad was definitely a huge mentor for me from a work standpoint and obviously my mother just from a woman standpoint, like just such a strong, solid woman. Um, and when I lost my dad, my mom was not the one I was going to go to with my business problems. And i don't i don't I don't know how it happens but my brother happened to also start his own businesses
0: mm-hmm.
2: um over the last however many years ago it was actually we started our business about a year apart um and so now for business stuff I, I go to my brother um and I happen to be blessed with a partner in my life that is incredibly smart and an amazing person um and he 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 was a big impetus for why I wanted to stop doing what I was doing. He works um in the security world and deals with real life stuff every day and I was like, God, at the end of the day I'm making bags and accessories. Like mm-hmm. what you do is like it's so empowering and it must feel so good to help people. And that's really what I wanted to do. Um my coach, uh, that I still work with is a huge mentor of mine and he was what, what a amazing, smart, incredible guy. If anyone needs a coach, um I I highly recommend him. He is absolutely awesome. And uh he's John O'Connor, if anyone wants to look him up. He uh his business is called Guiding the Shift. Um and he has just mentored me since uh, I wanna say we started working together in November and it's you know, he's just He's such a guiding factor in my life. He really is. He's been incredible to in supporting me in this business and leading me, you know, down down the right path. Um, I do a ton of reading, and I do it not just for my own sake, but I do it for the group. It's where I get a lot of my research from, and um, and so I use I, you know, I use those people, and I watch their. I watch their webinars that they've got posted online and, you know, see what they're talking about. But I really, you know, I I surround myself, and I think this is really important for anybody starting a business. You just have to surround yourself with not only smart people um, that you feel, you know, can add value to your life, but people that are different from you Mm. Um, and those people that are going to lift you up, you know. Everyone wants to – feel great and have somebody that's patting them on the back. You asked me, before, you mentioned something before and it just brought it to mind, but we start every single one of our meetings with our wins
0: mm.
2: to talk about what the biggest win has been since we last met. And it's just, it really sets the mood for the meeting and the tone for um, just, you know, centering everybody into the room and talking about the good stuff. And you know my, oh. my groups are not about bashing, and they're not about they're not you know Debbie Downer meetings where everyone's right. bitching about something. They're really uplifting and really supportive. Um, right. And so I think you know, and and I want to say, and you know, it's going to sound cheesy, but every woman that is part of my group is a mentor of mine. I find inspiration and pull inspiration from every single one of them, which was why I started the fosterwomen.com dot com website, and it was because. I love their stories. I love the reasons why they started their businesses and I wanted to share those stories on a personal level with people. I wanted to get those stories out there so that other women can connect with the personal side of why these women started their businesses. Um and that you know, that's another aspect of, you know, fostering that I think is really it's it's great and I wanna make it into such a bigger network of women. So if you're out there and you own your own business and you want to post your personal story and your profile online, that's the place to do it. And I want them to work with each other, to so be inspired by each other, and then, you know, call up and connect with somebody that's on that website so that, you know, you can work with a woman that, you know, is inspiring to you.
1: I love that. I think that's so great. And just say that I'm going to write it down in the chat room, so I'm typing it in. Just tell me that one more time. So. Um, fosterwomen.com. com. yeah. Women.com. Perfect. And, you know, I love what you said, too, about, um, you know, starting with the win or what's your win. And, um, you know, I do a little bit of health coaching with, uh, you know, the program. And I know we've kind of – when we talk about, like, victories and we talk about a lot of the people that I'm coaching right now, is, like, healthy habits. And, you know, if, if some people are in a losing weight phase or just getting healthy. And so we talk about scale and non-scale victories. And it's like it's the same feeling. Like I learn from them as they learn from me. Now I don't mean just about the scale or the weight loss, but you know when they talk about a non-scale victory, it's like it's still a win. You know it doesn't always have to be look a certain way, but it's also that I learn from every client, from my health coach clients to my um, my yoga students, and I really know what you're saying because even though you take the seat as teacher, you know even though you run the group and you're running the company you're getting so much value from so many people that are coming to you that you're facilitating and that you're learning so much about you and you're learning, you know, they're teaching you. And I I love that from way back in the yoga days when I started teaching yoga because I really felt like, yes, I happen to be sitting at the front of the room in a mat, but I'm, I'm, I'm learning so much from them and I've learned so much from other people and when you can let your let your walls down and let your you know let your guard down and really just know that you know how much are you learning it's amazing how much that reciprocal action is going back and forth um mm-hmm. i wanted to share a book with you that actually i think you might like um it's um i don't know if you've ever heard of the ogmandino group um no anyway, so yeah so it's a he ogmandino um is a, about you know, sales, and about how to spread your message and to be successful, but it has a spiritual content to it. And uh, Dave Blanchard, which is an amazing guy who spoke at one of our conferences, and he wrote a book, uh, Today I Begin a New Life. And it's a great book. It's an easy read book. It's a little bit about his life, but he talks about, um, similar to kind of what you're talking about, like your wins and your community, he talks about how he, uh, he had it all, you know, he had the fancy cards and he had it all and then he lost it all. And then um what he's really grateful for and, and how he connects. But um it, it kinda of reminds me kind of it's it's a spiritual slash business sales book but it's it's called Today I Begin a New Life and um Dave Blanchard. It's like something you would like or maybe you look at it and see if, you know, it works in the okay. group. But yeah, so it's Great. nice to just kind of share that around. But um We are down to seven minutes. I cannot believe it. I'm going to just reach out to my (laughs) – can you believe that? Um, No, I can't. I I remember stressing out thinking, like, what are we going (laughs) to talk about for an hour? (laughs) See? See? All right. So I do have some people on switchboard, and I see them on switchboard, so I'm just going to reach out to you guys. Um, If you have a question for for Haley, um, please hit number one, and I'm just going to look because some people just listen from their phone, so I I don't want to pick them up if they're being all – Quiet, so hang on one second. I'm just waiting for that while
2: you're doing that, I just want to share yeah. something. so I have this um daily inspirational calendar oh please. Um, people people say to me all the time, God, you're so lucky, you have such a great last name that <laughs> you know is perfect for your business um and you know it's a little bit of like a tribute to my dad, and so I found I was going through something this morning. this is where you know the signs kick in that I was going through something this morning, and I found his Harold Foster and Associates business card that he made when he was 75 years old. The man never retired. He died at 84 and literally worked until his dying day. But um, I recently learned that when you have a name that is basically what you do, um, it's called aptronymic. And so, you know, Foster Inc. is aptronymic because I foster. Uh, But when I opened up my calendar this morning, my quote for today on my inspirational calendar was believe with all your heart that you will do what you were made to do.
1: Wow. That is so awesome. I love it. And it's that's, that's and great. I say that
2: all the time like I'm doing literally what I was I was meant to do this. This is this is it. I I I love it. I wake up every day with a smile on my face and I look forward to every single woman that I am in contact with throughout the day and it's you know it it just feels so right and I feel like it's that gut you know it's that gut instinct that you know I followed it and I'm living it I'm living yeah. I'm living such a a happier life because I followed my heart and to do something that I was really passionate about doing.
1: And you know what it's I mean it's an amazing amazing gift that you're doing it that you're living your passion and you're living your your life purpose that I say, but. What you're giving to so many people is worth so much, so much that it's it's just amazing. So so many people Thank are you. learning and empower, being empowered. And so you know, keep doing what you're doing, um, even in those days. But might be tough or challenging. I, I know how much you love it. I know how passionate you're about it, and and you're helping so many people on so many levels. The sky's just the limit. You know, I had a mentor years ago. Um, a yoga teacher, yoga kids, and Marsha Wenig. And she would say, Onward and Upward. And honestly, that's where you're going always. And so it's been such a pleasure. I can't believe the time went so fast. And I just look forward to all the new things that are going to happen this year for you. And um, thank you thank so much you, for Tina. being on the show. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. It's, pleasure. it's a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. All right, Haley. We'll talk soon. And we okay, uh, so love all your programming. I'm just going to put on the event page, I'll put all the, the information. And thanks again. It's been fantastic. Wonderful. Thank you, Tina. This was
2: great. I loved it. Great.
1: Have, have a, a great, great day. day. You too. Thanks. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening for another episode of Get Into It with Tina Conroy. I'm always so grateful to have all of you uh, listening. And so uh, just Know that all my shows are recorded, and you can hear them again on Facebook. I will put the link on again today. Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. Also, you can find me on iTunes. So, iTunes Podcast. It's it's easy to find me. Reach for uh, find my show and hit the feed, and you will get them on a regular basis. My. Upcoming September, I will have more shows, more radio shows. There will be some shows with Lisa Ellis, again, some reading shows. Also, we'll have more exciting and fantastic guests, so look forward for those. And in the fall, I'll be starting some online courses. I'm excited about that. So online courses, oracle cards, angel meditations, building your intuition, so stay tuned for all of that. You can, be, you can find me. At Tina Conroy one 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 at gmail and I wish you all the best as we sail into the blue moon on Friday and into August. May you have a beautiful day. Namaste. They said you would make it so far,
0: and ever since they said it, has been hard. But never mind the night you had. To pass, cause you have never let it go inside. You work too hard and You know exactly what you want and need So believe And you can never give up You can reach your goal You to your soul and say